Good morning, my brothers and sisters. Today we are going to wrestle with a question. Is it good to be rich or not? And how can you be rich and sad at the same time? And we're going to explore a story about a man who mistreasures, mis- I'm, I'm making that word up, mistreasures uh, money. So we are in Season 2, Episode 30 of the podcast, Be With Me. We're doing a chronological walk through the Bible. And we find ourselves today in Luke chapter 18 and verse 18. And I will read. It starts with a great question. Let's, let's pay important, uh, attention to the question. Verse 18, And a ruler asked him, Good teacher, what must I do to inherit eternal life? And Jesus asked him, Why do you call me good? No one is good except God alone. You know the commandments. Do not commit adultery, do not murder, do not steal, do not bear false witness, honor your father and mother. And he said, All these I have kept from my youth. When Jesus heard this, he said to him, One thing you still lack. Sell all that you have and distribute to the poor, and you will have treasure in heaven. And come, follow me. But when he heard these things, he became very sad, for he was extremely rich. So Jesus doesn't even let him get by the first word of his question, good teacher. It's, it is a great question, but the, the essence of the story is, is it's going to point to God and this infinitely good God, this treasure-filled, treasure-full God, the ultimately valuable of highest value God, which Jesus points out right at the beginning. If you get that wrong, then you're going to get all kinds of other things wrong. You're going to get the answer to the question wrong, which the man does. So he asks a great question. What must I do to inherit eternal life? And uh, reminds me of the passage in John 6, 28, where someone asked him, what must we do to be doing the works of God? And Jesus answered, the work of God is this, to believe in him who he has sent. So of interest in Christianity, the works of God, the work of God, the one thing is belief. So if you're talking about doing, you better be talking about belief uh, in the same sentence. All right, so if you get this interpretation of this passage wrong, you could be saying, Jesus says to him, uh, do this, and we could end up leading to having a works-based faith um, and that would be how many prayers do you say? How much money do I give? How many podcasts do I publish? Um, rather than our actions being reflecting of our belief in the ultimate value. So this is a hard issue. What is at its core? Is it faith? Is it trust? Or in this guy's example, is it money? What is ultimate value is what the story addresses. So boldly, he says, the man says, I've kept the, the five out of ten uh, last commandments, adultery, murder, steal, bearing false witness, honoring your father and mother, which is uh, prideful, arrogant, and uh, amazing because Jesus raises the bar and puts all those internal. Um, 
But Jesus says there's one thing that you still lack, and he tells he tells them what it would look like to be doing the thing, to believing rightly, and having the behaviors of coming to the Lord. So Jesus says, and I'll quote, uh, one thing you still lack, sell all you have and distribute to the poor. That's what it's going to look like on the outside. In the inside, you'll have treasure in heaven. Come and follow me. Um, so let's just talk about riches for a second. Are there rich people in heaven? Yes, there is. Are there poor people in heaven? Yes, there are. Of course, when we get to heaven, everybody's rich. God certainly wants and has used people wielding resources, funding the kingdom, looking with God's eye towards the brotherhood, uh, the church, and also the, the needy. But this guy's problem is he didn't have a treasure in heaven. He was holding on to the treasure here. So the ultimate question here today is, what do you treasure? And the real question isn't so much for what do you treasure, and this is where this guy gets us wrong, it's who do you treasure? And once you get that question right, then it bears on what do you do with the treasures that he's distributed to you which is the question that the guy was asking. So the one thing that this guy lacks is the treasure of Jesus. It's a relationship with Jesus. It's a who question rather than a what question. And he becomes sad. And this is the, imagine this. He's a, a rich, he's a ruler, he's successful, and he has climbed all the way to the top of the ladder of, of success. And he's found that now that he's at the top, his ladder is leaning against the wrong building. And that's why he goes away sad. So he, he finds himself treasuring stuff rather than treasuring God, rather than treasuring the treasure, capital T, of heaven, which is Jesus. So remember, as we conclude, the doing of the Bible is belief, it's trust. It's treasuring and valuing an ultimately valuable God rather than valuing the temporary treasure that's here. So for here, for him, his one big issue, one big stumbling block was mistreasuring something. Now we could do it with other subjects. We can his main subject that he got wrong was money, but you could do it with sex or power or control, or who's on the throne. And this guy, like the Christmas carol, Joy to the World, he had to prepare Jesus' room. So he had to untreasure some stuff to make room and prepare for the great treasure, which is the Lord. So let's do that today. Let's assess, in this guy's particular example, let's assess our relationship with treasure, and specifically let's assess our relationship with what we treasure so that we can get the who do we treasure question correct, and then what do we do with the treasures that he has given us. Thank you for listening. I hope we're closer to understanding mistreasuring and how you can be rich and sad at the same time and how we can treasure the treasure of heaven.